Yo, what up, what up? Welcome back to More Than A Vibe Podcast. I am one of your hosts. I go by the name Marty Moore. What up, what up? It's your girl, Sharika. This is your girl, Tiffany, a.k.a. Miss Wells. What's up, y'all? This is your boy, Chris. All right, y'all. And, uh, of course, we are back. Um, and we are proud to have Sharika back with us. We know we missed her last episode, uh, but she is back in full effect. Yes, I am. Back Sister da- power. Back down like SmackDown. Sisterhood. Yeah, um, extra. So today we're talking about a really good topic. Uh, today we are talking about men not showing emotions, and I guess kind of what's the root of that, why we don't show emotions, why we are taught to just be the strong person um, and never talk to anybody about our feelings, never release our feelings. Um, you know, y'all get what I'm saying. So um, let's just start. Let me start with, you know, I know this woman always first, but let me start with bro. I just want to hear what Chris got to say first because we are a part of that that man conversation. So what you what you think it is, bro? What's the root of that? Like, what what's the cause of that? I just think um, it, it just comes from back in the day. I think so many men was absent in the household that you no, know, the ones that are there, they preaching. Hey, you need to be strong. You need to you need to take care of our family. And it's always taught as 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 far as men, they always supposed to be providers. So I think and that's in any culture. Like men are supposed to be uh, providers. So I think just definitely when in the black community is just um it, it's just more for us as far as men just being providers. Gotcha. That's a good point. That's definitely a good point. And you made me think about something else, so but I'll wait and talk yeah. What you think, Tiff? I mean, I would have to say generation after generation um it mm. has been uh taught that the black man is supposed to be stronger and is supposed to protect the woman protect the children mm-hmm. you know they are the, to be the ones to go out and um actually make sure that they provide for their family so i believe that it's not um, I think it's more of like a generation situation, like stuff that has came back, like back, you know, um, I don't want to say slavery days. Um, it could be that, I, um, I but would. more of like, that's what, you know, um, what was, what was taught, what was shown that, you know, the black man was, you know, strong for their family and, 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 and taught to provide for their family. And provide for their child, you know, for their children. Yeah. So I believe that's where that count that comes from. No, that's a good point. Generation, generation. I, I definitely like that. Um, for me, I think um, <clears throat> it's but I think it's like growing up. I have a lot of like male cousins, um, and I got like a lot of brothers, and I know I I know I have a witness with my own eyes, like them being told, like or not really being told, but almost them being taught like you less than a man if you show that emotion or if you cry that's weak that's a sign of weakness or whatever like that's what i've seen like i i'm honestly my I've, my bro, my father done it to my brothers you know my i've seen now my brothers talk, do it to they, they they boys now and like tiffany said it is a generational curse and um like white men or you know white uh boys they kind of are like I feel like they are more um, have more white privilege, like they say, because they're more on the end of where you feel some type of way. Let's go get Johnny some help, 
or like black people don't necessarily have the means or like they say it's taught to be quiet you can't show no emotion don't tell nobody what's going on in our house like don't cry about it don't do nothing so it's just like tiffany said a just generational curse and like i said my i see my family and my the boys in my family do it so like tiffany said it's a generational curse yeah i definitely think it's a generational curse too i, I think um that well <laughs> Well, yeah, I mean, I guess we can say a generational curse because at the end of the day, it ended up hurting us men. But I think it goes back to slavery. Like, because the only reason I say it is because I, I believe that they tried to break us, and they did kind of break us, you know, but we still strong and we still prevail. But if you look at the black man as a whole, we broken. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, we kind of broken. And I feel like because of, you know what the and y'all know I don't like to get in depth, but I just think about stuff like differently. Like if you look, if if a white man he take your wife, bring her, take her upstairs, you know he finna rape your wife and your daughter. That'll do something to you mentally. That breaks you down, right? So I think you know, a, a sticking a dog on you, letting them eat you, like all that kind of stuff. I think it messes with you mentally as a man. So I think from that point on, from slavery. Because of everything that went on, we had to be like, yo, we got to be strong because of our oppressors and what the masters and what and what they did to us. And I think that that was passed down generation through through generation. Don't let them see you cry. Don't let them see you hurt. Don't let them see you sweat. You know, just going back to when they were slaves, like, you know, they had to do all type of stuff. And, you know, like I said, they was sleeping with their wives, raping their kids, doing all type of stuff, hanging their friend, hanging another man, you know, cutting their private parts off. So I just feel like that's the, that, 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 that created the root of the problem. And as we continue to have boys and boys and boys, we just kept passing that along. Don't let them see you sweat. You need to be strong, you know? And then another point of that is too, is like we was really strong because we endured a lot. You know what I'm saying? Like we endured a whole lot. So I think that's, you know, another thing, too, because of everything that we have been through. That's why it's for us to be so strong. And I think we take that that, you know, that that chip on our shoulder, I guess, if you if you if you can say. And, you know, we pick it up and we, you know, we kind of walk with it, you know. I mean, do y'all, do y'all think that makes sense or no? Yeah, yeah it makes yeah. a lot of sense. It makes yeah. a lot of it's, sense. It's, it's, I know sometimes I go off the deep But end, I but. think the chip on the sh- I think, I mean, I guess it would be like a chip on the shoulder. But I but guess, I think that, that, that may be a bad, like. It's just not a good thing. Like, they walk around like it's a good thing or like it's something to be proud or, you know what I mean? And it's really hurting you, really, that you keeping all that stuff that you really feel in. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm, so I'm, I'm glad that you just said that because. Uh, I, I think that we need to talk about the effects that it have, and I mean I know we're gonna spend most of the time on this because, I mean it's it's quite a bit, but what what do y'all think? You know, men that 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 is brought up like this are affected, and how does it affect them in their everyday life? You know, like so. Let me explain real quick. So I, I just you know talk about myself, right? So. I, I, I've never really... Okay, so when my father was in my life for 30 seconds, so when he... When John had brought it up, we used to play... Like, we used to just go out to this field and play play football. And John... Y'all know John's the athlete. John played football. Like, he was going to go to college, play football, all that type of stuff. He did play at some point. 
But like he was reminding me, like, yeah, when you want to catch it, you know, he'll get on you. But like I've always been the sensitive type. Like I've always like my granddad yell at me, uh, I cry. You know, I've always been that that kind of sensitive type. Bro was in the sports. I'm like, you know, what's on CNN? Right. Or what's up with trying to get some money? Or I'm trying to be a party, a high school party promoter in high school, you know? So I was more on 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 a, on another different level, and that's just who I was just born as. That's who God just created me as, right? But going along, I've been hurt, you know, so much, and I kind of move along with life, and I pretty much, you know, shovel shovel up you know the dirt and put all my emotions down instead of kind of saying y'all know me i'm transparent i'll talk but at the end of the day too it's still that 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 thing in your mind like you're a man you know hide your emotions don't don't tell it all don't give it all up and then on the other flip side it messes up your relationships you know because how you gonna i'm i'm getting married but i'm a hot mess because everything that has happened to me in the past. And she's saying, well, what is it? What is it? And it's like, you have to get help because of that. You know, that's, you know, that's, that's kind of what I was saying about like the effect of it. Like, what do y'all think? Um, yeah, I think in it's, I think it's a, like you said, in relationships, it's an emotional disattachment from you really being able to give yourself completely to your brother or your sister or your wife or your son because it's still a barrier that you built up so you're trying to stay from being hurt because you've never really got over the, the hurt that you've already been through. It's never been released. So when you go through all that in life and you still be, remember being told as, as a little boy, don't let nobody see you hurt. Keep that to yourself. It's going to be okay, but don't let nobody see you hurt. And then it's just you still going through life, putting up a shield every time something happened because you always been taught, don't let nobody see you hurt. Yeah. Um, what I would say about it, and this would be a prime example for me, I've, I'm the type of person I really don't like showing emotion. That's one of the biggest things me and Tiffany talk about. Well, you you so emotionless or you know, you hide your emotions. Why you don't show me emotion or whatever the case may be as far as that or be sensitive and all that. Um, I think for me, that's what caused a lot of lashing out. So mm -hmm. when you finally do like, Talk about it, yeah. when you finally do just want to let it release, you lashing out. Some people might, I don't know. Like, I mean, I think that's for a lot of reasons like why we do crazy stuff is because of that. Like, mm -hmm. we just been hiding all this stuff. And, like, when somebody, it's a trigger. Like, somebody might do something. Like, hey, it might be something small. Like, somebody cut you off on the road. Right. First thing you doing, I'm about to go grab, you know, grab right. the thing. I'm about to go, I'm about right. to kill this dude. Right. And all he did was cut you off. Right. And it's really just a buildup of yeah, what you've been going through. Yeah, been going through your whole life. Right. And like, now it's just explosion yeah and and it, it could be uh, it can also lead to like um i know it's a touchy situation like suicide yeah you know telling you know been high your emotion and all Very that true and it can lead to something like that's that which that's that's even that's even worse yeah. Yeah. depression know? yeah suicide yeah depression yep. like yeah depression yep. suicide um I just think that's what kind of effects that it has. And like yeah. I said, I'm a prime example of it. I know I don't like showing my emotion. You know, I mean. Question. Why don't you like showing your emotions? I, I was taught the same thing. As a kid, I was taught, hey, you need to 
man, I'm, I have a brother, like, he's the toughest of the tough. Mm-hmm. Like, he taught me, like, hey, man, you need – you man up. Like, ain't no – he used to tell me, if, if you get into a fight, you better win because if you don't win, you got to come and deal with me. And then yeah. I'm going to send you back out there. Mm. It's stuff like that. Like, yeah, that's yeah. the type of stuff that I had to go through. So, it's just been always been like that for me. Yeah. And I, I'm already a quiet person, so it ain't like mm-hmm. – I'm out, like I'm not outgoing, so you know, some people are just naturally funny, right? So they can use that as an outlet, right? right I'm right. to myself. I'm you know what they call introvert, mm-hmm. so I, I'm really to myself, and I and I hide a lot of that stuff. I mean, yeah, I don't know, maybe like it, it's got to be something that really triggers me to show that, like yeah, my dad passing, mm-hmm. no. that was that's a trigger for me. I can't uh. even talk about it, like it like that's the most of the time when people see emotion, yeah, from me. Yeah, so. I got a question, and I know it's not an interview for you, but so if you right. know, <laughs> no, because this is a nah, man. No, Chris no, is the no, only no. one that's really, really like tough like that out of all of us that don't start showing on me, so yeah. don't show any emotion. Like so that you are really like our interviewer because we don't have nobody else. We can really ask these questions, but yeah. so if you know, like that's what the problem is that you know you gonna lash out because you not doing that. What? How do you fix it though? Because it, like you just gonna like. Not even just you, but men just going to, naturally, men just going to, instead of them showing the emotion or giving their wife or whatever, that emotion eventually is going to cause conflict. And uh, so men, not to cut you off, but so men be all, they be willing, not you, I'm not saying it's you, but men be willing to just throw it all away simply because they just won't do it. Um, I think you just got to find some type of balance. Uh, and it's not for everybody. It's not easy. Mm-hmm. I, all I can say is you can try. I know that's an issue with me, so I try at least a little bit. Yeah. And, and it's for people, that not as far as in relationships, you have to try. Mm-hmm. Like, my wife, she's emotional. So, I have to try. Yeah. And now, like, as far as, like, depression or something like this, I think, I think people need to really find outlets. Some people might, John, I believe he did it through sports. Me, I do it through video games. Right. Or, or you know... You know, people find stuff that they do that they like, and they need they have to do these type of things to to get their emotions out. This is how they they cope with everything. Mm-hmm. I like watching movies too, so like I watch movies that's like, um, like I like all type of movies. I like romantic movies and all that. Like, yeah, that's my emotional. Yeah. You know, yeah, thing yeah. to do, like, that's yeah. the thing. You like, made yeah. they mad. Now, babe, let's go watch um The Notebook. Yeah. <laughs> nah, I ain't gonna watch No Notebook. Like, that was, that's just too much. But the movie on. I like, like, my favorite movie is um, A Thin Line Between Love and Hate. That's a love story. Classic. It's a love story. It is. So. Crazy love story. We ex- yeah. with it, which understand, we, which explains why Tiffany is your wife. Because <laughs> she ain't playing. <laughs> but I'm going to let that. That's another conversation or another Man. podcast or whatever. That's but, yeah. Yeah. Dang, I just need to reevaluate. Thank y'all for listening to More Than Vibe. Uh, <laughs> so in next week. No. But, um, no, I, I think that's a good point. Tiff, what you think? I mean. As, and being the wife of, you know, Chris. You know, I just wanted like, how do you feel? Like, what do you think about that? Because I know you can you can take that and make your own assessment anyway about you know just black men in general. You know, um, being with Chris for seven years, it has been tough because Chris is the type of person that he is a manly man. Mm-hmm. You know, 
um, that's part of the traits that I love about him because he is definitely a manly man. You don't have to worry about when you're a manly man, you don't have to worry about them taking care of your household or making sure everything is good at your household. You know what I'm saying? Different things like that. So that's really um, one of the reasons why I fell in love with Chris. Um, but with the fact of him not being able to show any emotion, it does get, it, it does get tough sometimes because, you know, um, you know, if I feel a certain type of way about certain things, Chris will be like, well, I don't care. You know, and that's his favorite word. And I think the reason why Chris does that, because he knows that's going to get under my skin. He knows that's going to bother me. Or, you know? or it might be, and I don't know, you, you, this might be it. I don't know if this, I don't know if this is it, but, um, that might be his, him saying, I don't care because he trying not to let it affect him. And that could be true. Right. I mean, he's is very part much, of um, um, yeah, or I don't, I don't think some stuff be that deep to to just be like we got to talk about it like all the time like why we always got to be But sensitive? it still results back to yo yo you you being taught like don't show that emotion you don't need to yeah. talk about that yeah, it ain't yeah, that big of a yeah, deal it's, it's not, not that important it's not that important you yeah <laughs> I mean yeah you, you But I also right. don't feel like oh let's ignore it because this happened this happened and we're going to ignore it because you know we don't want to face it so I mean, that's another topic. Yeah. But, you know, yeah. with that, I do feel like it's a generational thing. Um, Chris uh, was very much raised um, by, you know, his his uh, his mom, which his mom is uh, one of the strongest women I know. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> and uh, Mama Lori don't play. Um, and she, she'll let everybody know that. And then, you know, of course his dad, which, um, he was a, he was a good man as well. Mm -hmm. Um, but I also feel like, you know, with, you know, Chris's dad passing at a young age and Chris being at a young age and his siblings being at the young age, um, I kind of feel like he had to just like take that responsibility of being that man in the family, you know? So that's another part of him being the manly man, you know, um, because he has to be the rock for everybody. Not just for me, not just for my kids. He has to be the rock for his mom, you know, that, you know, in, in our side of the family there as well. Cause that's not just his family. That's my family too. I think that's, so. yeah. I think that's such a great point that you just made too about, having to because it's different it's 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 well i can say they, they both tie but you know you could be raised like that and then you can be in a situation where you have to be like oh you think in your mind you have to be like then you can never show no type of emotion because you got so much pressure on your back you think if you break for one second everything's gonna mess up yeah you know um i know somebody like that and and i feel like he has so much pressure on it because he, he, I mean, he got a lot better now, but he worries about, you know, so much family, you know, mom, dad, brother, you know, uh, kids, you know, the future, everything like that. And I think, you know, going through stuff that you go through personally too, and then having that on your back, like you have to think it in your mind, you have to carry everybody. You can't stop for one second and you can't, you know, have a time for yourself either. But you just have to keep running like that. You have to keep moving like that, operating like that, because 
you know, you are this man that has to take care of everything. You know, you get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You know, so I think that's such a good point of, you know, especially <laughs> men that have to take care, you know, mom, dad, sister, brother, cousin, you know. My thing, yeah. thing like, you know, I got no, you know, no, no time to, I don't got no time to be e- emotional. And dealing with no feelings and no sensitive stuff. I, yeah. I, another thing, too, and I think this is for really my brother. The environment that he was raised in, he had to be rock solid. He had to be tough. tough. He had to be hard. Shriga's brother. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure he was raised the mm-hmm. same way. Mm-hmm. The environment that he grew up in is in these streets. I can't show no emotion. Right. Show no love. Yeah. Love will get you be, killed. It get you killed. Yeah. They that that's a thing. They yeah. they really say that like, you know, hey, I show any type of weakness, it's over for me. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. So, it, our environment has a big part in as far as us showing emotion and why we can't. Mm-hmm. And, like, I, I wasn't raised in the streets. I mean, I, at all. But I had a brother that was, which he was like, hey. Bringing it home it, to you. He bringing it home and said, hey, if you ever in this situation, you're going to be prepared for it. Right. Yeah. Wow. And, and, I mean, I took that as, you know, we, hey, like, I'm telling you, like, it's been points where we will be fighting. I know I can't be him, but hey, he taught me like you don't stop until you, till you, till you can't go no more. Yeah, that's just how he, that's how he was. Yeah, and yeah. I don't know, man, the environment like we, we, and I know y'all that's live rough point. too, because I know John, y'all live in what Southside Chicago. Yeah, which yeah. was on the West Side. Mm-hmm. Sure, see, I mean, yeah. that ain't no easy place to grow up at. To grow up at, yeah. That's crazy that you yeah. could, that, that that's crazy you could say that. Not only the, the like the person that raised you, but the environment that you grew up in creates this as well. Yeah. Like, you know what I'm saying? It teaches you to be this manly man. And, of course, because of, you know, everything in society, once it becomes like this thing, you know, just like I was thinking about early, like, you know, the kids, like, you know, being on, on TV and, 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 and having the money and talk about this, this, this kind of life that you, you know, that you don't live, that's the cool thing. That's the tough thing. Right. You know what I'm saying? That's the, that's the, oh, yeah, 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 he, yeah, he good, he hood, you know, but that's why I think it's so important for black men, not only black men, but, you know, you know, Native American, whatever kind of man you are at the end of the day, that it's important to get help. You know what I'm saying? Because I feel like black men, because of this stigma, that we deal with a lot of mental issues, you know, and it's not a mental issue, you know, episode, but, this type of stuff right here, you know, hiding your emotions, you know, being emotionless, you know, talk to be this manly man, and you can never, you know, just settle down for yourself, um, you know, so to speak. Like you said, like, that stuff leads to depression, suicide, you know, all kind of stuff because you never just – and we and we just keep going and going and going. Like, you all just right. don't never take no time to just be like, I'm exhausted, I'm tired mentally. You know what I'm saying? Until it's too late. Um, Until it's too late. But it's too, you also talk too, don't ask for no help. You don't need no help from nobody else. You can't go get no help. And if you go get, like, which means I can't go tell nobody what's going on in my family that my my little sister getting raped and, or my, my niece don't have nothing to eat. Like now, like I can't, I can't go tell anybody that. So that means I got to keep that in. And you got to go handle it yourself. Right. Then I got to handle it myself and still in hope. Still dealing with this mentally. Yeah. (laughs) Right. Right. And acting as if that's your, that's the norm. Right. That that's one of the 
as far as like y'all know, I'm always going back and forth with y'all about mental illness. Yeah, I believe in that. As far as a mental, like, and I won't even say an illness, just a mental block. Yeah. For for men, period. I don't care what net, like what race. I think other races get it a little more easier than us. Because sure. they get they they actually are taught like, hey, you can go get help. You can go talk to somebody. And they had a means and the resources. Yeah, they do have. The, you're right. They got the means and the resources for it. We are the only ones that it's like, hey, you better internalize that, use it. Um, some people are taught to use it in a positive way, so that's why you might get people that play like basketball, or sports, mm-hmm. and why we may be so good at sports because we internalizing all this, and, and then when we get on the out. court or we get on the field, we get mm-hmm. on. Whatever whatever platform that we own, we going, you know, a thousand miles per hour and we're, you know, we work out till we can't work no more until our body just can't take it no more. Yeah. It's because of all stemming from just that. Yeah. That's a that's a mental thing for us. Like yeah. I believe that. I believe in that. Yeah. And and then going back to that, it's crazy because I was just thinking about this going back. I know we were talking about this earlier this week, going back to, you know, our black community. You know, seeing somebody, you know, being 13 years old and seeing your best friend die in your arms. Right. right. Like, that's like, that's crazy. Or your sibling. Or, or your, yeah, or your, or your sibling. Yeah. 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 Or having to get your meal up to for your little brother or little sister to eat. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. So I guess it kind of low key, you can be taught that or it can be internally Yo, become, or I guess your environment. Yeah, yeah. I guess your environment, but it kind of internally just becomes that thing for you. Like you go through so much and then that's just what it leads to. Yeah. 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 And yeah, man. And, and it's crazy, man. But so what, what, what I want to talk about next, what, what do you think that we as either the next generation coming up under us um, or what should we just do, period, as men and in particular black men to help? you know, the next ones that's coming up, you know, to help them understand, like, don't bury your emotions and your feelings and whatever you feeling internally because uh, it can mess you up. I think this next generation or the generation that's coming up, like Trayvon's generation, Mm. I think they kind of got it both ways because some people are messed up and, but a lot of people nowadays got the means to, no matter what, what what type of community you in or mm-hmm. what race you are? They have the means now. People are getting a lot more money now, mm-hmm. so and it's it's kind of being okay to show your emotion. Yeah, you know, like I mean, even in movies now, you seeing more men cry and stuff like that, like and showing all their emotion. Back then, it's <laughs> it's tough, man. Yeah. Like and you got the, to be, yeah, you know, solid. Yeah, and it's in the music too. Yeah, yeah, like, so, uh, yeah. It made me think about what you. It, it is because, like, I know for Corian, he listened to like maybe sound like real depressing type stuff. Like, Rod like say I'm like, bro, like, no, not even the Rod Wave though. Like the Juice World, Polo Juice G. World, yeah, Polo G, Juice XX. World, XX, XX Fenchion. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. like they talk about like you know, you know, pills and this and then when them going through that and them feeling like life is just too hard and you know, which I don't think that's real good too that type of stuff to be listening to as well. Um, but yeah, I, I, I do think outlet. it is getting, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's the outlet. It, 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 yeah, you're right. It is the outlet, but I think that's, it is getting more prevalent too, but, um, but yeah, go ahead finish, bro. Oh, uh, and just another thing, like what you talking about them, 
uh, this is the the bad side of them being more open to emotion. They turn into drugs as a as a thing to cope with this yeah, stuff. Yeah, coping mechanism. Yeah. No, no, yeah. no, no. They're actually getting real help. No, yeah, like that's not one of the things that you need to turn to. You need to stay focused. Hey, sports. Right. Maybe video games. Maybe um, a therapist. Those are the things that needs to be preached to say this is where you need to go to, right. not pills, and, right. and, and, and you know, not. I mean. Weed is normal, but it's other stuff you might mix with your weed that you might you right. trying to get higher, right? And, or access, excessive drinking, yeah, that like type of stuff. It's stuff like that that you don't, you don't want, uh, that you wouldn't want, yeah, to uh, to have your kids or have this next generation growing up to do, right? Um, I but, think too a part of it is um, I think we're getting the help or like trying to fix it. I think is if we can get the parents to acknowledge that it's stuff that they need to work on and if they can understand that it's something that it can be dealt with or it can be helped, then they can like start to teach their kids and their kids can, once they have kids, teach their kids that it's okay to deal with those emotions and figure out how to get through it and get past it and it's okay to talk about it. But I think a lot of the times before we can even get the kids, the younger kids, we got to get the parents to really believe in that the help works. Right. Right. I, I want to know, with, like, as far as you and Tiffany, um, with raising young black men, I know y'all got us to help, but, like, what do y'all look for as far as, like, and how do y'all balance, you know, telling your kids to be strong, but, you know, show your emotion and all that? Yeah, that's, a good, that's a good question. Um, I know for me... Corian is just now really getting to a place where and now he have questions and he don't have an understanding of why certain things is the way it is. Um, and for the first time, he did have a moment where he wanted to release that and he wanted to like talk to somebody and I wasn't even involved in it. Marcus actually was there. Um, and Marcus can really kind of talk about how he dealt with it but I know after the conversation was over and now he do come say like I don't really want to deal with that or I don't really want to talk with that person or whatever the case may be because now he had the outlet for somebody to say it's okay to cry about that emotion it's okay for you to talk about that but I actually didn't I wouldn't I don't know that I would have knew how to handle it because I didn't deal with that or I didn't know what that was about other than me saying well I'm here or, or you need help to raise or, that man. Right. Like, I don't know how to tell him how to handle that emotion because, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm just not a man. Right, 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 right. Tiffany? All right. So, I think for me, I personally teach my son to be strong. Um, I honestly didn't know how I was going to be able to do that, being at the fact that I was a single mom for so long. And then when Chris came in my life, um, I kind of start loosening up the reins for him to be that father figure in uh, Trayvon's life. Um, but I also want him to, I also teach him to be, you know, open and honest. Um, with me, with my kids, they know I yell a lot. Um, so with them, their outlet is to talk to other people. Um, and I've always had the motto that you know, you, when you're raising the kids, you know, you actually have to have a village to raise mm -hmm. a kid, you know? So 
I want my kids to be able to open up to somebody that they're close to. I'm not saying just anybody random, but what I'm saying is, is that, you know, you Marcus or you Sharika or you, you know, I want my kids to be able to go and speak to somebody. So I believe with that. And then them having me, um, trying to pull back the reins with still being straight, but then also, um, giving them, the option of having a freedom of speech because all three of my kids, I let them talk freely mm-hmm. for sure. For sure. Reason for being is because as I grew up as a child, I didn't get that option. You know, there was things that always went through my mind or how I felt about my mom or my dad or whatever the simple fact may be. And I wasn't able to speak freely with my kids. I want them to have that, that option to do that. So with Trayvon, I feel like, um, He's going to be the man that we want him to be. I am strong about that. I'm, uh, you know, my dad's military, you know, you guys know my dad's military, you know, he's a military background. Mm. So I'm a manly man. And you're not a manly manly man. You're not a manly man. But I love a manly man. Yeah. Sorry. I love Mm -hmm. a manly man. So for me, um, you know, I try to teach my son the same thing. But I also you know, keep up with those lines, keep open those lines, lines of communication along with, you know, my husband being able to spend uh, as much time as he can with Trayvon to be able to have that communication as well. Yeah. So I think we should ask y'all, how are y'all going to make sure that that type of curse is not passed down to him? Um, I mean, to those, to our boys, to make sure they are able to communicate their feelings and express how they feel and just say it and deal with their problems head on. Yeah, I I, th- I think one is what I, w- I was just thinking about too because I, I guess you can really think about it several different ways that you know men can have their emotions and I think one of them too is being somebody the the not somebody the father uh the father. Or stepfather actually being being present, you know that's that's the first thing is being present. Mm-hmm. That's not everything because you can still be present and still be the manly man, mm-hmm. right? But being present because you got the opportunity to do something. Then too, um, just under just understand too because for me, you know it's different because I didn't I I didn't necessarily grow up the manly man because the manly man that I needed in my life wasn't the manly man because he didn't get taught by a manly man. Mm-hmm. Cause they just wasn't present. Right. Right. So I just, I just wasn't taught period. Right. So when you grow up too, and this is key too, that I didn't even mention when you grow up too, on the flip side with a, a mother and your mama raising you, or you grow up with females, I think you do. It is more sometimes for different situations. You do show your emotions more. Like for me, I did. I just never really like just hear my emotions. So, so me, it's to the point now where I can say, okay, Corian, you know, when we had the conversation before and he cheered up for no reason, you know, he's wiping away real fast. I'm like, you know, what's up? You, what's going on? You good? Yeah, yeah, I'm good. You know, and I won't get into the whole conversation, but at the end of the day, I told him, bro, it's, it's, it's okay to cry. It's okay to cry. It's, it, if you want me to come cry with you, bro, I will cry with you. It is okay because you're releasing emotions. You're releasing toxic. You're releasing, you're releasing, negativity you're releasing you know things that in your life that could that could hold you back um so to get for me to get back to your question is to show him both sides of that because you know i'm on corian all the time 
you know? know. I'm on him all the time. But at the same time, like I think Chris was saying earlier, it has to be that balance. It has to be a balance of, you know, that and being able to talk and communicate and being saying that, hey, it's okay to talk about your feelings. It's all right to, you know, uh, cry if you need to cry. You know, it, that's all right. I said, and matter of fact, I told him, I promise you, word for word, I said, however you need to do it, don't hold your emotions in. Make sure you get your emotions out, period. Say, bro, if you need to, if you need to, if you need to cry in a shower, if you need to, uh, 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 you know, go cry in the car, go walk and go cry, however you need to do it, and don't be afraid to come and talk to nobody. Don't be afraid to come and talk to nobody, man. Talk to me, talk to your mama, talk to whoever you feel comfortable. You go talk to Chris. Just as long as you don't hold your emotions in because that can end up hindering you for the rest of your life. Yeah. Uh, for me, like what I, I try to do with Trayvon, um, direct it in, some, like in, a, in a positive way. He loves basketball. Mm-hmm. Take that time to go learn new moves. Like work on your jump shot. Yeah. You know, do something that's going to let you release all that, you know, mm-hmm. as far as any emotion that you get. Talk about it or talk to somebody or like, I mean, like you can say, I feel like you can talk about it. I don't, I don't necessarily tell him like, cause I'm not a crier like that. So I don't tell him to go cry. I just say, mm-hmm. man, you going to be all right. You come holler at me whenever you want to. Mm-hmm. But I, I mean, go, but take that, take that same energy. You take take the time to yourself. Have a minute for yourself. Go play basketball. Something. You have to yeah. do something to try to let go of all of that that emotion that you get. Now, yeah. if you do want to cry, that's cool. I mean, all right, I understand that. That's just not what I do, so I can't really, you know, tell him, tell him how to do mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. Because I don't. What I did was I redirected that energy somewhere else. Mm-hmm. So that's why I do play video games like I do. I do like sports myself. I like to play football. I like to play basketball. I did stuff to try to always, you know, calm me down or, you know, any type of way. I always try to find some type of outlet. Because I think people don't do that enough is to find an outlet. No matter what it is, I don't care what it is. If you like to go just listen to music, like, music is a great way to just, like, you know, to, you know, think about it and, and just... And not go crazy about it, because people, because you hearing from somebody else in a different way, they going through the same thing you going through. A lot of times people don't understand, like like uh, music. These people have going through the exact same thing you going through, mm-hmm. and that's the way. And you, and a lot of people love music, so mm-hmm. that's just one of the. I just say redirect the energy. Yeah. Yeah, no, most definitely. Um, I I, I think um. I think everything that we said was was pretty good. Like we, I mean, we're not experts. We can only go off, you know, how we feel and, and the things that we have been through. Um, but if y'all had one final thing to say uh, to, you know, men or young boys that's coming up, um, that's told to have their emotions, that's told to bury their feelings. Uh, what's your final thoughts on that? Um, I think um, we should ex to these young men and young boys um, that it is okay, of course, okay to have those emotions and to it's okay to deal with them, rather it be crying, rather it be talk to somebody you trust or even find a safe outlet 
somebody who you know you can trust and just release it to them and make sure it's somebody who it ain't no judgment who you feel like you can trust and as long as you got that you'll be okay because it's not you're not hindering on it you dealing with it you getting it out and hopefully the person that you trust is a good enough person and they can tell you you know give you some advice or they can just be an effort for you to get it out yeah yeah for sure um for me um man like i say just just redirect that energy into something positive um we we don't we don't do that enough. I'm gonna keep saying that. Just just redirecting it somewhere positive. Um, if you do have somebody in your family that you know that feel like they can't, you know, maybe you need to read up on it or whoever else. Like like me, I look at Marcus like, hey, <laughs> that's somebody. I, hey, if I can't do it, then I, hey, Marcus, he'll tell you. Mm-hmm. He know how to. Hey, he he'll tell you what's right. Yeah, he ain't gonna tell you nothing wrong. Right. So. Hey, that that's somebody you need to talk to. If, if don't if you, my way don't work, let me send them to the next person that will work. Yeah, that's positive. Like you said, that's positive. Positive, right. And, right. and that can help. Yeah, you know, because hey, we don't need you releasing that emotion to nobody who gonna send you in yeah. the whole opposite send direction. Right, yeah. send you right off. That 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 ain't that ain't that ain't productive at all. Uh-huh. So yeah, I, I just say redirect it. For sure. To, I mean, I ain't gonna lie. I love my manly man. y'all know i do but um you know if you are feeling a certain type of way i would say you know make sure that um i would say always make sure that you're expressing yourself i know for me as a woman because i know we didn't touch on that but i know for me as a woman i need a manly man i don't want to be with somebody that is like too overly emotional that's the thing. You oh, what we need to do a part two because we didn't even get into that. Yeah, um, I was thinking about. I was. I was thinking about. We need to do too, a part yeah. two to this. Yeah, because as a woman, like I don't want that. I really don't. Yeah. I but don't it's want a no curse, be, and it's really a curse. But it's we really can't really get into it because we'll be a whole nother hour. Yeah, so, so we're we not gotta get do into a part that. two to this. Um, yeah. But I do feel like you can still be a manly man and be emotional as well. Right. Mm-hmm. So be be your truth, Marcus. Yeah, be your right, true self. Because yeah, right. there's nothing wrong with being your true self. Don't hide it. Because you don't have to hide being a manly man and being your true self. Right. And being emotional as well. Because a woman right. and a man, even though they ain't going to tell you, they're going to respect you regardless on the way you come. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You come as you are. That's how God makes you. Right. So don't hide that. Yeah. You know, and that's what I can really say. Don't hide that. If you if you're yeah. an emotional person, no, a woman don't want you to be emotional all the time. But a woman wants you to be able to be able to do both, be emotional and be you know that's, that manly man. Yeah. But I love my manly man. I ain't gonna lie. But I that, need that emotion sometimes. Yeah. So so that's so key. That and then I just I'm gonna stop talking because I know that's so key. What you just said right there. So. To me, in my opinion, the thing about being a manly man and raising a boy, you got to give them both sides to it. To me, I think a manly man that never tells their son it's okay to release any type of emotion. It's okay, you know, when you're sad or however you feeling, then you kind of cripple them. Because at the end of the day, like you said, that's good to find an outlet. But if you never deal with 
your feelings because you buried them, you will always go through life burying, burying stuff in the relationships, not getting through relationships, people. not getting through nothing and always thinking you mess up your opportunities because I'm going to keep it 100. My thing is, if you're going to be a manly man, be a smart manly man. Like, and when I mean manly man, I'm talking about the, the, the dudes that's just so tough, right? Because you get yourself in a situation where you don't need to be a man in that situation. You need to be a thinker. You need to maybe think from your heart, right? And, and going back to the, to, to, the, to the manly man and having, you know, that somebody, you know, that's emotional. I agree. You know, you got the emotional man. That's a different, that's a different subject. That's a different story, right? But me, I'm just more in tune with, you know, my spirit, I guess I want to say, and just more in tune with, you know, because you can still be a man. And, and that's the, and that's the key thing, too, is, you know, being a man or a manly man, that means to provide, protect your family. They can depend on you. Anything happen, you getting out there. You know, we went to a gas station like it was a, it was some dude that looked weird. I ain't staying in the car. I got out the car. I didn't wait to see if he would attack, you know what I'm saying, Sharika. I got out the car so I can make sure if he was to do that, I'm already on point, right? So the thing is to, like we were saying earlier, make sure you have that balance. But it's okay to, it's, it's all right to be both because at the end of the day, you can protect your family and... You know, if it is something like me, oh, I get emotional just about, you know, about certain, like uh, her birthday. I was emotional, you know, I, I got her a gift or whatever. Or I'm emotional about, you know, it being too many homeless people. I'm emotional about our black men dying. You know what I'm saying? I'm emotional about that, but at the same time, when it comes to the action, when it comes to talking about it, you know, I'm going to be a man before anything, you know? And I think that's the biggest thing, too, is being a man before anything, you know. But anyway, I digress. But. Yeah. I feel like it is important, though, for, you know, the men now, you know, to tell the next generation that, you know, it's okay. You don't have to hide your face. And that's simply talking. Everybody's not a crier. So that's just simply talking. That don't mean you got to cry to somebody, you know, to say, dang, you know, it's it's guys that go through that lose their mama, their sister, their brother, and their uncle, you know, all in a a small period of time. And they, they just push it under the rug. Bro, you going through some things. You and are going through some things. Like the, the you know outcome what I'm of going through that thing and not dealing with it is almost gonna cost your life. Man, and that's and 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 that's then that's what I was saying. Like, you know, you 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 have to deal with those emotions, and that don't make you punk. Uh, don't punk. That don't make you weak. That don't that don't make you a coward. That makes you getting right with the things that you have dealt with in your life. Because guess what, you're human. Yeah, God created us differently to take charge and be, you know, the head, right? That's what he created us for, but we still human. So it ain't like we just, God created us, you know, not to have feelings, not to have emotions, you know, not to have sensitive thoughts. Like, that's that's not true. That's false. That's not what he created us for. So we're going to have that, you know. The thing is, and and what's so key is, I ain't even going to get into that. That's, that's another episode. But I think that's why we have more men like in the opposite sex, too. Marcus, we can't. I okay. We cannot. Right, we cannot. Right, come on, right, come right, on, come on. Right. I digress. But, but it think is about part that, two. It is. It's a lot that come with it, and just having this conversation have opened up more that go along with it. So we definitely gonna come back with a part two to this. We gonna 
go into go do our little research and come back with a little bit more points because we didn't even think that it would be this big of a thing for us or that we even felt this big about it. So it'll be a part two for sure coming soon. Um, Chris, do you want to tell everybody where to find us? Yeah, um, we on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, More Than A Vibe Podcast. Everybody, please go to our YouTube page. Check out our videos that we have on there, more content like this. Um, and that's more than a vibe podcast on YouTube. Know. Um, yeah. Um, and just let us know, like, whatever y'all want to see, if y'all want to get to see our lives or whatever y'all want to see from us on our YouTube page, just let we us want know the men to comment. Or if y'all have any questions, um, about you know things that we had talked about today, and y'all have any questions towards what we had talked about today, definitely ask us. We're definitely open people. And we don't know, you know, we love to respond for sure. For sure. Definitely. Well, that's a wrap, folks. Like they say in a piece of business, it's been a slice. My uncle always said that joke. All right. Okay. More than a vibe, y'all. We out. You should have left that for Uncle Calvin, but okay, we out. More than a vibe. (laughs)